Hello and welcome to a What's Current podcast from NAPIT. And today I'm joined by Alex from MCS and we're going to be looking at MCS in particular and what they do and what they're about. So yeah, uh, Alex, good to have you on board. Welcome. So Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at MCS. Thanks, Steve. Happy to be here. Um, so yeah, I'm Alex Hughes, Scheme Manager at MCS. Um, so I've been at MCS for nearly five years now. Um, and in my current position as MCS Scheme Manager for about a year and a half now. Uh, so my current role as Scheme Manager uh, is that I'm responsible for overseeing the scheme delivery uh, and managing the relationship with the certification bodies that offer MCS to their members. Okay. And what about in a former life, Alex? What's the background to getting where you are now? Uh, so... MCS was actually my first job out of university, so it's been great that I've really had the opportunity to progress within the company and I've kind of experienced, um, you know, the transition from the older MCS, as we call it, into kind of the new administrative body that's now dealing with MCS. Um, I actually did geology for my um, degree. So again, you learn all about kind of the earth and, you know, the impact of climate change. So I did always have kind of that passion and interest for kind of renewable energy um so yeah it's been a, a good fit for my first job wow. uh, in my career geology is a degree that sounds like a tough one yeah it's not just the study of rocks which everyone seems to think it is yeah fair play um so alex um for those that don't know a lot about mcs and, and what they do tell us briefly about who they are and what they do yeah, so MCS is a standard setting organisation in the small-scale renewable sector. So MCS creates and maintains standards that allow for the certification of products, uh, contractors and their installations. So we have standards that sit at the heart of the scheme and wrapped around that is a certification scheme run on our behalf by third-party certification bodies that are accredited to ISO 17065, which is an international standard all about conformity assessment. Um, in relation to the contractor, contractor scheme, um, it's kind of um, for companies rather than individuals. So we're not a competent person scheme. It's more of a certified business with competent people within uh, style model. Um, and we exist first and foremost to give consumers confidence in homegrown energy. Um, and that MCS mark is a mark of quality that can demonstrate, you know, the competence and dedication to high standards of installation. Um, so the scope of our standards, uh, we cover electricity generating technologies up to 50 kilowatt capacity, so a fairly small scale, and up to 45 kilowatts for heat generating technologies. Um, and in terms of the technology offerings, um, the most dominant technology on the scheme is solar PV. Um, so there's nearly 3,000 contractor businesses certified for solar PV currently with MCS. Um, and just over 1.4 million installations have been registered with the scheme. Um, for more of the heating side, uh, the scheme includes heat pump. So air source heat pump being the most deployed heat technology. And currently there's around 1,600 uh, contractors certified for heat pumps. And then recently uh, we launched the new battery storage installation standard, which was kind of a first of its kind and all built on best practice. So this is kind of the latest addition to the standards family. Um, and we're seeing significant growth uh, with respect to uh, that technology as well. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because obviously that's a fairly new technology when we talk about battery storage. I, I suppose that's going to grow and grow as, as in line with solar eventually, I would have thought. 
Yeah, because we've seen significant growth with solar PV, but because not all of our solar PV contractors are certified for battery storage as well yet, we're not getting kind of full visibility of those registrations. But I'd say recently when we look at kind of the scheme performance data, it's the fastest growing technology in terms of contractors adding it to their scope, as well as kind of uh, month-on-month increases with installations. Yeah, I, th- I think from our experience, um, from NAPI, uh, you know, especially when we're going around doing our own expos and being out there with our members, we're seeing that a lot of electricians are thinking, well, if we're going to enter into this brave new world, you know, solar PV, as we know, has gone boomed again. And obviously, a battery storage is not far behind it. So it is exciting time for contractors to be entering into these technologies, as you say. Yeah, I think it's a good example of, you know, two technologies that really work together and, and complement each other. And there's kind of like that interoperability between technologies, which ultimately help consumers uh, save money on their energy bills. So thanks for that, Alex. Tell me a little bit more about, so if I'm an electrical contractor, I'm a company, I've got my own business. Um, what What's sort of the benefits of, of me, uh, you know, joining up and becoming, uh, becoming MCS certified? Um, so I think there's a huge opportunity in the solar PV market currently and battery market. Um, we've seen significant growth over the last two years with respect to contractor numbers for solar PV, as well as uh, installations being registered. And we've actually already had 150,000 solar PV installations registered this year. Uh, and we've already exceeded the volumes for last year, which again, just shows kind of um how big the growth has been. Um, I think a lot of that has been triggered by the recent energy crisis and electricity prices surging. Um, So I think going back to the question around if you're an electrician wanting to upscale and get into the market, um, firstly, we kind of always encourage contractor businesses to become certified as it is that recognized mark of quality in the sector. It's industry led uh, and contractors can be uh, kind of proud to achieve this badge. Uh, It's a really useful method for standing out from the marketplace um, from kind of the wider base of installers um, because consumers are looking for this MCS mark um, when they're looking for someone to contract with. We've got an incredibly busy help desk that deal with, you know, hundreds of calls a day from uh, consumers who are interested in installing the likes of solar PV and they want a reputable and a competent installer. Um, so certification grants access to our find a contractor tool uh, so that's on the MCS website so again supports consumers to find certified contractors in their local area and this web page um, actually attracts over a thousand unique page views a day which again just shows kind of how much um, traffic we see. Um, so certification uh, as a contractor also allows you to use the MCS certification mark on promo materials as kind of that recognizable mark of quality across the industry. Um, and it's not only a benefit for consumers, but manufacturers also um, can utilize this mark. Um, from a government incentive side, uh, MCS certification is a legal prerequisite for the Smart Export Guarantee and the Home Energy Scotland grants and loans in Scotland, and then for more of the the heat inside for the boiler upgrade scheme as well. Uh, MCS also provides support to contractors to help them actually succeed uh, in the renewables area. So our rigorous standards are designed by industry professionals. So these are our working groups and offer a template for how you should be installing these systems, which is, you know, your installation standards. But we also offer support in terms of how you manage your quality management systems. Um, And lastly, um, 
in a nutshell, becoming an MCS certified contractor of renewable energy and heat and technologies, future proofs your business, improves your revenue, um, and ultimately support uh, national environmental goals. So kind of the the path to net zero that we're on. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot there, isn't there, to, you know, for the consumer benefit, the contractor. So you've got all those angles covered. And what I found really useful, Alex, from my point of view, is we're in a former life of writing qualifications and being in the education world those standards libraries that you've got that are freely accessible as well are just are just brilliant for understanding how to design systems install so you know things like that are really good for it from a training point of view to help people understand these systems better yeah and all the additional tools and kind of calculation tools that uh, the sector can refer to and then one thing as well to mention is that of course the customer protection side so these technologies aren't necessarily new. They are established, like particularly solar PV. That market is quite mature now, but it is still quite an alien technology to a lot of customers. So that's why it's important that the MCS scheme is there, that if something does go wrong, that customers have a route you know, for recourse and that they can be, be protected if there, there is a complaint. Yeah, that's brilliant. And it's not only, um, I'm aware that it's not only sort of that sort of um, certifying of contractors, but obviously you, you do a bit, bit around products as well. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so as I said earlier, as well as, you know, contractors using the mark, manufacturers can carry this mark um, for their uh, products. So as well as the installation standards, we also have product standards. So cover the likes of the solar PV modules themselves, the heat pump units, um, and there's a separate certification scheme associated with this as well. And these are developed, delivered by separate certification bodies who'll look at how that product's been tested. So for solar PV, um, it's almost like destructive testing, to be honest. So um, these test houses will look at, you know, the impact of kind of large steel metal slabs on these solar PV modules, the safety tests to do with, you know, flammable testing electrical testing what happens if you know a solution comes near these solar pv modules again just to test them in these you know real world scenarios there's huge climate chambers that these pv modules are tested in to see how you know different environments have an impact and as well as that there's the product standards and around the testing but also there's uh, standards around factory production control procedures um, that manufacturers should adhere to. Um, so again, it's, it's really important as well as the installation start side, there is that quality element um, with products. And ultimately, that's another benefit for MCS certification as a whole with respect to contractors, because as contractors are required to install certified products only, they can, you know, be confident and tell the customers that these products have been, you know, tested for safety, for performance purposes. Um, and at the end of the day, customers, in order to save more money on their energy bills, they want um, high performing products. So just adds that extra layer of reassurance and confidence. Now, I think that's really good because what we don't want in the market, you know, if, if people are entering into this brave new world of renewables, like you say, it's been around for a while, but what we can't have, we don't want bad install installers and we don't want bad products because you buy something spurious off the internet that you think is going to fit the bill. You know, we can't have that because we're going to end up with unsafe installations, aren't we, ultimately? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so um, we know recently, uh, I think in August of this year, a bit of an elephant in the room, that Octopus Energy um, put out a certain clause that threw a bit of a spanner in the works and got a lot of talk on social media. Um, and it was regarding, like I say, um, renewable installations. Caused a bit of a split in the industry, I think. Some thought it was a good thing, some not. What What's MC, MCS's line on that one? 
Um, so yeah, you're right. It did cause a lot of noise on on social media. Um, so kind of our latest stance is, you know, just some clarity that that nothing has actually changed. Um, it's always been the case that every licensed energy company uh, with more than 150,000 customers uh, are obligated under the Smart Export Tariff Order of 2019 um, to offer some sort of export tariff to their uh, customers that, you know, generate through, you know, having solar PV on the house. And and that still is the case. Kind of the, the key point is in order to gain access to the regulated Smart Export Guarantee Tariff, in order to gain guaranteed access to that, uh, MCS certification is required and a customer must use an MCS certified contractor to do their installation and the product that was installed must be certified. There's always been that possibility that energy suppliers, you know, can choose to offer additional export tariffs at their own discretion. But the key line is that, you know, MCS equals guaranteed access uh, to SEG. Yeah, and I think for me, you know, just thinking sensibly, really, if we're talking about safety and making sure installations and products are safe, why would you not have that kite mark anyway? It's a guaranteed, you know, we don't want to race to the bottom, do we, ultimately, um, in our industry, because it's it's going to cause, like I say, unsafe installations. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's why, obviously, uh, access to SEG is, is a good thing and it is attractive for customers. But, you know, what we really want to highlight in terms of MCS is that, you know, it's about having that extra confidence that you're using a competent and reputable installer, that you're going to get a quality installation. Um, you know, the I guess all the government incentive stuff, especially with SEG, it's, it's just an added benefit on top of having a, a real quality install. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so finally, last question really from me is, um, I understand, uh, obviously you've been under a review process for quite a while, um, that that's been, that's been released, you know, that you are sort of looking at the scheme and how you apply and, and what's the sort of hoops you've got to jump through for that. Now, obviously with your intentions are to make some changes, are you able to give us on this podcast, any information or, or new potential changes that you might be able to release as a bit of a heads up? Yeah, a bit of a teaser. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Our plans for uh, scheme redevelopment are progressing. Um, so we've now released uh, quite a bit of comms on this now. Um, so after completing uh, extensive research about how the current schemes work and um and kind of the the peaks and pits, um, we set the scene with respect to kind of this case for change. because uh, ultimately the aim is that we want to make the scheme more accessible for contractors. I mean, you hear um, the government setting targets with respect to these technologies and, you know, 70 gigawatts of solar PV, you know, there needs to be a, a skills base to deliver that. So we want to get more contractors into the sector and ultimately more contractors gain an MCS certification. Um, but we also want to enhance uh, consumer protections within um, the sector as well. So in terms of where we're at now, um, we've consulted um, on the proposals. So it was a, a six-week consultation. Uh, really positive feedback, which was great. Um, hundreds of responses, over half of those being from the contractor community, which I think was, you know, really important because ultimately, um, you know, they're the audience that um, are going to have to follow these scheme requirements. So based on all of that um, feedback, we've now got our final proposals for what um, the new scheme will be. So we uh, formally published those last week. So there's a scheme redevelopment page on the MCS website where anyone can open that and read that. So that includes a summary of the proposals and how we'll be moving forward with them. So whether they're being supported, partially supported, or whether we're not uh, proceeding with them. And um, there's also 
an impact assessment document that goes alongside that just so people can understand what the what the key changes are and um, a summary of what the key changes will be that we're moving forward with so the the new scheme structure will be moving forward with so that will include um new documents being uh, mcs scheme rules and also um a customer duty and um, we'll be enhancing the consumer protections and we'll be having more control uh with respect to customer protections as well so we've been seeking feedback from you know consumer protection champions in the sector to really get some uh, good advice on that um, and really you know make the the value uh, of MCS and how we um, can support customers much better we'll be taking more of a role um, in in terms of complaint handling also for kind of the surveillance model as well that contractors go through we'll be moving more to a risk-based model for assessments um, as well as assessments being more focused on the delivered quality in the field rather than just um, mainly focusing on the back office assess assessments. Um, so in terms, yeah, in terms of timescales, uh, there's still a lot of work to do and we're still thinking about transition timescales as well. Um, but we don't expect the scheme to come into effect until probably next spring, summer after that transition period. So to be clear, kind of none of these new requ requirements are live yet. Um, we'll just be kind of publishing the proposals first and then moving forward from there. Oh, that's really good, Alex, because, you know, you, I like the fact that you said you've listened to the people that matter, haven't you, over half, you know, 50, 60% of those have come from internal voices, which you've, you've not decided amongst yourselves what looks good. You've, you've listened to people, which is what we need to do as organisations. Uh, and it's great that most of the um, proposals were supported. I mean, there's been some things that, you know, we listened to the sector and maybe said, you know, maybe you haven't got that right or maybe that needs um, more thought. There was a proposal in there um, around pendant certification and um, where there could be like a period where a contractor would have pendant certification before they could get certification to allow for an issue that we hear sometimes where installers say that they struggle to get a first installation for their assessment. Again, we had a lot of feedback on that. And for example, that's a proposal that we won't be moving forward with because of the feedback we got. And again, it gives us, that's what's great about consultation. You know, we know we're not the experts. You consult, you know, for experts to tell you what they think. So Again, it's it's good that we can use that feedback to say, well, how else can we address that problem? Yeah, well, that's been a really good insight into what you do and, and the organisation and, and your thinking and your strategy moving forward. So thanks for your time today, Alex. It's been really, really interesting. And um, yeah, uh, thanks for joining us. So thank you everyone for joining us on the podcast. I hope that's been useful information for you. So we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Ta-ra for now.